Hello, Meliorist. We're back. Hello, Agastya. Hello, Divya. It is nice to meet you. I hope you also feel the same. Yeah. And indeed, it is nice to meet you because it's been long since we recorded our last episode. Yeah, man. We've become extremely lazy. We should do something about it. Okay. Let's promise our listeners in this episode that every Saturday is Meliorist Misfits time. Uh, Actually... I don't think it is a good promise, but yes, every two weeks we'll be doing it. Okay, yeah, every fortnight is good. I'm glad that you agree. So, what are we talking about today? Let's introduce our listeners to today's topic. So, today we've got a pensive topic to discuss. Actually, it is more of a conversation than discussion. Today, we, both of us will be talking about a puzzling thought which we have been wondering about for a while now is acceptance of your distress incontrovertibly more beneficial than denial. Just the way we practiced. Very good, Divya. So yes, man, we are talking about this topic of acceptance versus denial. Actually, we'll try to de- elucidate the subtle difference between honest acceptance and partially subconscious denial of your fears. While preparing the script for the third episode on insecurities, we were discussing various connotations of being insecure and the ways people try to handle them. While doing so, we extrapolated that a major chunk of people who exhibit any kind of traits which might make them feel insecure, they are living in denial. Exactly. They tend to form a mendacious perception of their problem and often deny its existence. This is a common delusion insecure people are deluded with. Yeah, so first of all, the difference is subtle. Let's think that you are apprehensive about performing on a stage. Now, you can question the existence of that unease by suggesting maxims like performance anxiety is a tool of the underprepared and Assure yourself of the fact that you are sufficiently prepared up to your expectations and thus don't need to be worried. You'll hit it out of the park. This can be a viable way to placate yourself. Yes, it does alleviate the unease at that moment. But uh, I think there is another equally viable and significantly similar way to tackle this problem. You are anxious. Instead of asking yourself, are you really anxious or are just fabricating a pessimistic worry of the brain as anxiety? You ask yourself why you are feeling whatever you are feeling. In this method, you are identifying each of your emotions. Don't confuse it with identifying yourself with your emotions. Actually, the connotation of acceptance we are talking about here, this connotation involves more indifference, more element of indifference than denial. Acceptance is like you notice things around yourself yourself, and let them be there. For example, just imagine that you are walking in a park. You see a cat on a tree. You see various, various animals, birds while walking. You notice them. You are aware of their existence, but you are not reacting to it because you are aware that their existence isn't contributing anything to your psyche at the moment. Yeah. Now let's take this example to the next level. You are walking on the in the park. You see those things. Let them be there. And while doing so, you realize that you and those things, all of them are combining to form the ecosystem of the park. Yeah, yeah. And this is it. You know, your mind, your headspace, it is that ecosystem. And the person walking in the park is your consciousness. Your consciousness is surrounded by various elements. You see those elements, you are aware of those elements and you know that both your consciousness and those elements are parts of your headspace. 
But okay, say you try to keep a balance, a holistic sense of balance. So that is quite a sensible enlightenment that we have achieved here. Your headspace is a completely different world from which you are living in currently. So yes, relax yourself for a moment and let us take a walk in that, take a stroll in that headspace, this world of yours. Take deep breaths and you are just casually strolling on the streets of your own world. You don't realize that you are the master of this world. You can shape everything and uh, anything you realize in your environment according to you. You can portray John Cena as a weak person. You can slap him and just run away and uh, kill him, whatever. No one's gonna stop you because it's your own world. Absolutely. Yeah. But you know what? People are becoming victim of their own world nowadays. And it is really bad. This game is completely yours. And uh, it is completely dependent on you. That's how you take the things. And the thing we need to quote here is mindfulness. Time and again, we discuss it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and the way we've all we've talked about mindfulness considerable number of times, but you know we've never we've never told methods to be mindful. So first of all, I'd like to ask you: Do you consider yourself a mindful person at most yeah, times? Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, so and yes, okay, I okay. do have a justification. No, I don't want justification. <laughs> I want the way in which you keep yourself mindful. Okay. Are there any practices you follow? Are there any customs? or exercises you do to be mindful at See, most times there is not uh, a specified way to be mindful in my opinion yoga practitioners say yoga is a way to be mindful meditation practitioners say that it is a way to be mindful but what i believe is you are a different personality compared to other people so no one can decide for you what what do you want to do to achieve a certain goal yeah so how do that you become be mindful I don't think I'm sure about it, but yes, what I do is before I sleep every night, what I do is think about what I've done today and what uh, things have I talked about. It might be overthinking for some people, but yes, it is also a way of being mindful that you are noticing that you are overthinking over an issue so that you are in the control of your overthinking, that you need to do it only to a comfortable extent and you don't get lost in the loop of overthinking. Everything needs to be controlled and if you're doing it, in a controlled way that is called mindfulness that you are realizing that what you are doing it is what you are doing like uh, you're feeling hurt and uh, you are denying it yes i'm not hurt socially you can say i don't have social anxiety you then you are denying it because you're feeling uncomfortable around people and you're denying your social anxiety that is denial and you need to be mindful about that yes i do feel anxious so yes you can then only you can find remedies and way to cure yourself there is uh, no remedy for being in denial like first of all denying your denial is what it takes to be mindful i would say. denying your denial is what it takes to be mindful yeah it is a bit okay. of a complex thing <laughs> sometimes your sentence are sometimes your sentences are too bohemian for me to comprehend okay, okay. okay. and yeah so since i've asked you your methods to be mindful i i'd like to share some methods in which i think yeah please do share it People can be mindful and things which work for me whenever I'm boggled with my thoughts. What I do is your breathing, focus on your breath. Try to speculate the air you inhale. Is it cold? Is it warm? And how is it different from the air you exhale in terms of temperature or how it makes your nasal tract feel? Once you focus on your breath, then it somewhat creates a space 
between your thoughts and you know there's a new the way you know there's a neurological uh, explanation to this as well yeah yeah, uh, yeah. i don't know the, that explanation our thoughts our cognition is a part of our prefrontal cortex which is the most developed part of the brain for in human beings or mm-hmm. in any organism and you know which part uh, is responsible for breathing medulla yes, oblongata yes yes the medulla part and that is the most primitive section of the brain even the most even the first yeah. living organisms had that part of the brain so while mm-hmm. you are paying attention to your breathing you are diverting your pfc to your medulla do you do okay, you, do you get something cool. yeah it's it's it is cool it is cool <laughs> that is actually a good way i would say yes meditating to be mindful it works for most of the people i guess and you know there's also this thing that whenever you have uh whenever you are boggled with your thoughts confused with your thoughts you try to realize what is the fundamental thought you try to seek some sort of an identity for example you you have reacted mm-hmm. differently in four different situations you analyze each situation and then you try to extract which one of your reactions was the most authentic one yeah people yeah. people are trying to find the most true identity of themselves and they are trying to find the most fundamental the most radical notion which out of which every notion arises for example if you are feeling angry that anger could have risen from a sense of resentment and that sense of resentment could have risen from an entrenched insecurity and that insecurity could have been because of another notion and there are so many notions there's a full stack of notion so people what people try to do yeah exactly man i do agree with you 100% yes, yes. that is that is yes. the most perfect if you have to agree with yeah. me you also have to let me speak so <laughs> please <laughs> okay, okay okay so what yes, people yes, try to do people try to seek the most core and fundamental fundamental notion they try to seek what's at the base where did it all start mm-hmm. and uh, okay right i it's just my perception it's just my perception that i'll give it a, i'll tell it with the help of an example did you have you heard about that book turtles all the way down by john green it's a very famous book you must have heard about it you have to hear about it. uh no i didn't but yes i do have an idea about what is being spoken about in okay. that it's a great book okay and i'm not talking about the book i'm just talking about its title the title is turtles all the way down and uh, there are various myths about the creation of earth aren't they yeah yeah so there are various myths and yeah. one of those myths is that the earth is a flat chunk of land a huge chunk of land and it is resting upon a turtle here the metaphor okay get the metaphor yeah yeah, yeah. the I'm the earth is resting anyone, yes. earth is resting upon a turtle and what is that turtle resting upon that turtle is resting upon another turtle and that turtle is resting upon another turtle and and this forms an incessant loop of turtles that's what turtles all the way down means the same thing goes with our emotions our feelings there's no end our brain our cognition yeah. is an incessant void and the more mm-hmm. you let it perplex you the more it perplexes you exactly if you are a resident of earth the mythological earth you just have to be on your land stop stop making this futile attempt this restless attempt of seeking something 
which isn't even there probably mm-hmm. yeah that is actually well put man that is the way also about the trying to uh, identifying yourself seeking your true identity there is no true identity yes because yeah actually we humans are just uh, just you can say a carry bag <laughs> we can shape ourselves according to the things that are placed inside us indeed you know uh, each of our so, identities there is no point in finding yourself and uh, our holistic sense of self that thing is ineffable it cannot be described and if you can't describe your sense of self then you have not discovered your true sense of self actually what is true sense of self it is your soul what you think how you comprehend things and uh, what is your personality it is yourself people think it of yourself what what are you it is what all the things i just said before okay also at you cannot precisely describe it that is what i'm saying you cannot say okay this is the yeah, range I of feel. emotions i feel at every time i would i would think any notion or feel any emotions beyond this yes and uh, i would like to quote that this is also the problem in most of the relationships that we take okay. people for granted that and then say quickly. you've changed because if anything is constant in this world it is change and i would say that your girlfriend is um a useless piece of junk if she says that you have changed you can say uh, you can say to her oh, oh, oh wait a minute i'm being a sexist uh, and your yes girlfriends say to your boyfriends also that uh, if uh, he hasn't changed then he then he is no more than a piece of shit because if anything is constant if anything is true it is change and if he didn't he or she didn't first change first of all i'd like to appreciate this moment this moment is just beautiful how i was talking about <laughs> <laughs> a profound void incessant cognition okay, okay, okay. and it all stooped down <laughs> to someone's relationship okay okay i mean yes our our talks are extremely mutable <laughs> yes and it's of no use if if it ain't pragmatic i hope someone someone had yeah yeah something to do with your thing no no one no one no one let us continue it's all me <laughs> okay yes you know because most of the most of the time people are giving advices they are just talking to their past self think about this later so yeah there there is no particular identity there is no particular identity stop chasing for a particular identity uh, and yes it. i'd like to just allusively put it put it out there you said that it is your headspace you have to be the master of it you know you don't have to be the master of it you don't have to try to be the master of it you don't have to try to control your brain if you stop trying stop that uh, restless try to be the master you automatically become the master in a way i can say but if you're quoting this that they are the masters it is a way of making people feel comfortable that yes they are the master and yes it is a sense of comfort I, I yeah, understand what you're saying, absolutely. but sometimes you know they can they can be. But yes, the truth is what that you just quoted. Yeah, that is the truth. That is why we discussed yes. mindfulness. Yes. So, thank you, man. This was one hell of a chatter, and well, a chatter. What's happening? Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Like, like I said, guys, my yeah, like yeah. linguistic skills have utterly deteriorated. Please pardon all those uh, lexical abominations I've made throughout this episode, and. and mine are already below yeah, the ground yeah his so, yeah. his are 
let's not deliberate about that. So thank you, David. This was one hell of a jabber. And uh, and yeah, guys, that, if that you really are listening so far, then as usual, we have our next segment coming up for you, which is called David. You have to say it. Dear recommends. Yes, dear recommends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so guys, today we recommend you a video to watch on YouTube. It's a speech by Jim Carrey, and we'll give you the link to that video in the description of this episode. In this, in that video, he talks about a lot of philosophical things, and it's just bohemian. You can go check it out. Finally, this episode is done, and thank you exorbitantly very much for tuning in. Okay, that was too much of hyperbole, but you get the emotion. I'm grateful to all of you because personally, recording this episode was a delectable experience for me because this was the very first time we went completely off script and put forth our thoughts untrammeled. So thank you for tuning in once again. You can message us on our Instagram and Facebook pages. You can tell us about your perception of the topics we discussed today, and you can also send us your voice messages on Anchor.fm/slash/millerasticmisfits. I repeat, it is Anchor.fm/slash/millerasticmisfits. So by till then, you just know you what you have to do. Keep rolling. <laughs>